And I'm, away we I'm go. I'm ready now. Welcome back, everyone, to another fun episode <laughs> of Relatively Subjective, You're where two relatives... Nope. Where two relatives, me, George... <laughs> and me, David. Talk about movie-related things, and our opinions are I don't subjective. think we, we said our names last week. Uh, well, if they don't know, then now they know. <laughs> it's about time. Uh, yeah, welcome. Yeah. All right, so this welcome. is Relatively Subjective. Uh, where we talk about movies, we spoil movies and everything yeah. we're watching. So if you don't want spoilers, yeah, fair warning. Don't if, as soon as you listen. hear us talk about, like, as soon as we mention a title, yeah, just know that that's it's gonna that's be spo- it's gonna, gonna be, be spurled. It's gonna be spurled. We're gonna spurl it. We're gonna spurl it. No. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. And today's uh, <laughs> uh, movie spurl. that we're gonna spurl is Missing Link. Yay! The new movie from the Leica Leica Studios. Which I've been a fan of for a very long time. It's a very good studio. You know, since Coraline. They got good shit. They do. They got Coraline. They got Kubo. They got Flushed Away. Which I did not see. That's really them? I don't know. Box Uh, Trolls, I know they did. No, I think this is just... I'm looking at like the related Paranorman. Yeah, that wasn't them. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, pretty good movies. Uh, I haven't seen Box Trolls, but the other ones are pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, I'm scared of Box Trolls. They (laughs) They look a little weird. No, I have nightmares. They're coming. Oh, it's happening. Anyway. They're getting get you. Um, I'm going to get you. Boop. David. Yo. What have you been watching? Uh, so what have you been doing with your life? I finished, uh, as of last week, I told you guys I finished um, Russian Doll, which yeah. I really enjoyed. Uh, this week, I haven't really been able to watch as much, but I watched the first two episodes of the new season of Sabrina, the Teenage Full Witch. Full spoilers ahead for Sabrina, the Teenage um, Witch, at least the first two episodes. Yeah, not really. <laughs> uh, it's... Uh, it's back. I mean, if if you watch the first season, you can expect a little bit more fun time magicness. Mm. Uh, it's a. Uh, I loved the first season. I thought it was done really well. Um, it was unexpectedly kind of like great. I thought. Yeah. You know, it kind of took me by surprise. I didn't really have any expectations for what it was going to be, minus the uh, the other teenage uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch show that we used to have right. with uh, and it's a totally Michelle Joan thing. Hart or whatever. No, nope, you mix like three people. <laughs> You may, Melissa you may, Joan Hart, Melissa Joan Hart, and Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> Whatever. And also, they all have three names. Like it's hard to keep track. What was the other one? From um, um, she's all that. I don't know her name. Damn it, that's gonna bother me. But continue. I mean, just look it up. You no, have Wi-Fi now. I have a brain, and I'm gonna use it as much as I can before it goes away. That's true. Uh, so uh, yeah, so I mean, it's only the first two episodes, so we get her. They kind of like jump right into it. In the first season, they had to like you know lead up into what she is and why and what's going on. Uh, but if you spoiler for the first season, she wrote her name in the Book of the Beast. So now she's basically Satan's pawn. Whenever he calls on her, she has to do his bidding, um, which kind of like makes her worried about seeing her mortal friends because what if the satan says you know kill one of your mortal friends and she'll mm-hmm. do it um but uh it's pretty cool she she's she's at the uh the uh the academy for black arts like almost full time now so she's doing some good magic and uh i really like how they do the magic in this show it's it's less you know point and like magic <laughs> shoots out of your finger and more kind of like it's you know less 90s cgi yeah exactly and and dust more coming out of your finger <laughs> yeah and that that sound like the the <laughs> wind chime yeah. kind of thing yeah uh-huh. um and it's more uh incantation kind of like focusing on latin text and stuff yeah. and it's cool i think yeah. it works um uh yeah so that's yeah. it i think i watched maybe the first 
15 minutes of the first episode uh, i think i was just in a room of people that didn't want to watch it so i was like let's watch something else you guys can put on whatever you want um but i remember it being sort of interesting yeah. for the first 15 i mean if minutes. you if you like anything that has to do with like teenagers and magic then yeah, yeah i was never it. too attached to the original show i um, watched all of i was it. watching boy meets world when that was <laughs> yeah on. that's true and uh I just remember thinking like, wow, they're taking a dark turn for this when yeah. I saw the trailer. And yeah, I was yeah. like, and I, and I thought it was going to be like a CW show, like mm-hmm. Riverdale, yeah. you know, that's taking Archie comics and yeah. making it like, dark. ooh, everyone's fucking teachers and like people are not supposed <laughs> to. It's like, no, no, but it's a good, apparently. I liked it. Good. Uh, what are you watching? Anything? Um, I rewatched The Fifth Element. <laughs> Why? Because it was on. <laughs> because someone put it on. Because my roommate put it on. And we are recording this podcast not too long after our last one, which we recorded a little late. Yeah. So I've only had since Tuesday, so like, what, three days to watch something new? <laughs> and I just haven't, except for The Fifth Element, gotcha. which is not anything new. But I will say, I think that movie was ahead of its time. Oh, absolutely. But also, there are things that just like I never noticed before. Because you and, watched it as a child. <laughs> well, yeah, but I, I'm, I'm sure I rewatched this like a few years ago, but I like sat down and watched the whole thing yeah. this time. And they're just like, I don't know, they're not plot holes, but they're just, it's kind of sucks. And there's like part, <laughs> certain parts I remember being like, wow, this movie's great. I, I watched and I was like, oh, this is weird. Like, like <laughs> Why um, did this happen? Like the, the moment in particular I'm thinking of is Bruce Willis's character uh, kisses um a lilo while yeah. she's unconscious for no reason and i'm just like hmm rape <laughs> that's just gross don't do that <laughs> it's just weird and then they like fall in love in like 10 yeah. minutes so like because because love is the fifth element holy shit duh. earth fire water air love, love. it's Who true thought it it did it yep. it did the thing captain planet knew what was uh like. hell yeah he did yeah All but i think that movie deserves a remake i don't think maybe a sequel sequel what do you think? Really? Fifth Element sequel? sequel? You do think, you think? You think so? I'm asking you. What do you think? Uh, no. <laughs> no? What about a I, reboot? I would say I would say maybe a remake. I could see a remake being done. Uh, I don't. I mean, how did the movie end? Does it? They were fucking you, in a chamber. You, that's true. Do you think that it would warrant a sequel? What would be the sequel? Yeah, I don't know. Like it was, it's a hundred years later. Like the whole movie's about the whole movie's about getting her to that temple so she can destroy whatever asteroid was going to come to Earth yeah. and destroy everything. You so you think like another alien force is going? Maybe work? that wasn't the threat that we were preparing <gasps> dun, dun, for. Dun. But who would play them? It wouldn't be the same actors. If it's a sequel, it's got to be them, <laughs> and it's going to be them older. But we already know Bruce Willis is done acting. Done acting unless you give him <laughs> as much money as he can uh, conjure in no, his mind. Please no. I, and, that's why I said I would be okay with a reboot cuz yeah. if we could like start some other people's careers. Hey, how about this? Netflix TV series. Oh. I could see that. I can see that. I could see, you know what would be fun? Animated. Uh I kind of want to see this in real life. Yeah. yeah. CG, like real real people. I want to see real people. Okay. Um Maybe if they did a movie and like they had an animated show to accompany it, yeah. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't mind that. Okay, okay. But I, I, I also kind of giggled when um, the opera scene with the the alien oh. because she's all elegant and then she's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like doing dance moves and it's oh, like that's the best part. It's, it's fun because you're like, is this what the future will be? Yes. <laughs> Aliens just singing alien, opera and then they're just alien, like break it down. Alien <laughs> techno <laughs> opera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Shark Bait. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's all I've watched. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, did you get to the theater early? Chris Tucker this was time? annoying. He was very annoying. He's yeah. still, he kind of still is yeah. annoying. He's that fun. Anyway, yep. did you get um, to the theater on time this not time? Not only did I get to the theater on time, did you buy but snacks? I got there early <gasps> and I ordered my snacks before I got there because I'm an AMC A list. Oh, you're, you're doing it already? Yeah, I'm doing it already. They deliver it to your seat. I it, felt weird about uh, only it. Only at weird, uh, only at certain AMC places. 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 Uh, on Staten Island, we have. Uh, do you get to order from your seat? No, I did it all order? on my phone. Okay. Like, like while I was at work, I got my tickets or my ticket, and then I like they have specific online deals. Yeah. So, I got like popcorn, a drink, and candy that would normally cost forty dollars mm-hmm. for like fifteen dollars. Oh, right. That's impressive. I know. And and it was cool because when I got there, like they had my name on the screen in the <laughs> orders, like ready to start. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, that's me. And they were just like, okay, you can go have a seat and we'll bring yeah. it to you. And I was just like, that's okay. I'll just take it now. <laughs> I feel very weird. People bringing me things, especially. You've in never the movie had theater. that happen before? No. I've, I've gone to dine-in theaters yeah. where that's kind of like how it works. Yeah. But if I'm at a theater and I'm just getting the usual stuff, yeah. I will take it to my... Gotcha. I feel weird just like having a waiter at the movie theater. Just candy just popcorn give me the stuff. I'll take yourself. it. I'll, don't worry about it. That's, I guess that's cool. Anyway. Uh, I don't know. I th- I'm thinking about it. I kind of feel... I kind of wish anyway that Regal would kind of go more that route. Um, I was I was telling Erica that, that I feel like a traitor because Regal's yeah, been our stuff. Yeah. It's been our, our theater growing up and, For, and all forever, that. Forever, basically. And yeah. now AMC is just offering way better deals. Yeah. So we're just like... But oh, I'm, I'm also torn now, too, because I don't want to start it. Because on Staten Island, literally in the plaza, like five minutes away from my house, they're going to build a... Uh, one of the, a Regal? No. Um, what's the other big one in Brooklyn that was big? Alamo. Alamo Draft House. They're going to oh. have an Alamo Draft House. So I I don't want to like commit to AMC when there's going to be like an Alamo around the but corner. But when you're you, you, you're running a podcast, I I mean I I always try to tickets. yeah I always try to look online to see like who's got the best deal or, or like who's the best best time. So I mean I I belong to Regal Rewards and I do AMC like the the free rewards. So I do kind of get deals every now and then. But if Alamo Draft House has their own like I didn't look into that thing, but. Maybe reward system. The AMC is kicking that. ass though right now. They are because it's like twenty some. However much I told you, like yeah. not even twenty five a month. Twenty four ninety five. Yeah, a month. A month, and you get three three movie, a week. A week. Yeah, included. It, yeah, it, and then and then it replenishes then, yeah. like every Friday. Like it and you starts get, over, and you get a hundred uh, points per ticket per dollar you spend or something like that. Yeah, and every like five, what was it two thousand points or whatever you get a free popcorn. So that's like you you pay twenty bucks. Like that's two tick one ticket. AMC knows that this ship is shit. sinking, and they're like, we have to be the only but game I, when it's over. But I over. also kind of feel like this is also going down the movie pass route. Like, how long can they really sustain that? But AMC's got more clout, I think, with studios or something, or their their business models more sound than I mean, yeah, that's movie true. pass. Movie pass true. sounds like they lied to a bunch of people, and then they were just like, <laughs> we, uh, we didn't sign any uh, papers, so uh, we're go- we're broke. I guess that's true. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm gonna see how you do for a little while. Uh, like I said, I still have movie pass. So I'm probably gonna wait until that like expires, and then right. I'll, I'll see what I do. Do you use it? Very rarely. Yeah. yeah. They turned off their comments on Instagram because it was because people were shitting mad. on it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It'll it'll be it'll be very me. rare that MoviePass even offers me like a movie you've heard of. A, a movie that I can see area. that day. Yeah. Like that's that's the issue for me. You it's can Staten watch Island. Missing Link at eight in the morning on a Monday. Yeah, like a week after it comes out, and yeah. that for me for this podcast does not work. But 
Anyway. Anyway, I can make fart noises with my mouth. Yeah, you can. I uh, mean, um, yeah. Before we talk about the trailers that played uh, before this movie, which were things we've already talked about in the past, or really? a few of them, or I maybe got, not. I got, a, I got a couple new ones, I think. Um, let's talk about Star Wars Episode <gasps> Nine: The Rise of yes. Skywalker. So it finally has a title, and it's coming out in December. Yeah, I feel like that's super quick. Yeah, they do that. I know it's weird. Yeah, that's how they roll. And I, I mean, uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm yeah, me curious. Too. I'm erect. No, I'm not erect. Uh, I knew you were gonna say horny. Yeah, it was gonna be that, but then I was like, do something different, and then I did the same thing in a different <laughs> way. Anyway, what do you think, man? That was Palpatine at the end, laughing, right? It, absolutely. That was I totally. So like, do you think it was super he's not him. alive? Alive. He's like Force alive, right? He's like in, he, well, he's, he's a ghost. in the yeah. He's in the Force, and he's what coaching Kylo through the like. He's like Obi Wan Kenobiing him through but, the Force, but be, the evil one. Yeah, but I mean, I also kind of think that uh, uh, Luke is going to be doing the same thing through with Ray. Yeah, she, he's going to be Force training her somehow mm-hmm. from the ether or you know whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm super. I'm still super excited. Yeah. And um, what's her name was in it? Uh, Carrie Fisher. Mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> I like almost cried. <laughs> um, but yeah, I kind of like, and they even said in the trailer, like you know, the end of the saga. So like, if this really is the end, the like of the main universe of the main nine, following this like this space soap opera with this a Star one Wars, if you will, a a Star Wars, um. I'm excited. Yeah, and me too. It's. I feel like it's gonna be a good ride. I, I kind of feel like they're they're. I feel like they're they're not pulling any punches. Like they're they're letting out all the stops. We saw stormtroopers and jetpacks. We saw like you know she's doing some crazy flips, like flying over a tie fighter some and force shit. Unleashed yeah, stuff. yeah, we're doing some like we everything. Got everybody in the desert wearing scarves. We got Lando flying the Lando. Falcon. He's here. He's back. He's back, and he's not a uh, childish Gambino. He's not. He's he's, not. he's he's the OG. Billy D. Williams. OG. Lando. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm excited. Me too. They did a good job with the trailer. Yeah. I hope they do a continual job with the movie. Yeah, me too. We'll have to wait. It's only uh, eight did months we, away. Did we hear about any other Star Wars offshoots that's happening? I heard something a long time ago about them wanting to create a new series of movies that have nothing to do with the Skywalkers or any of this family drama that we've been following. It's all going to be like a brand new adventure. Different part of the universe. Different part of the universe. Different But still to do with Jedi and Force and stuff or? I think so, yeah. Like it's going to focus on some other Force sensitive, you know, chosen one peoples, but it's going to be totally separate so yeah. no like no oh crossover. yeah Qui-Gon Jinn was my uncle yeah, so yeah. I I am a powerful I, Jedi I kind of I think that that's interesting and I kind of like I'm in, I'm enjoying that idea because I've I think we've, we've talked about this at, at the beginning mm-hmm. like there needs to be a separate part of the universe that this story has never touched before yeah. that we can look into because obviously the 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 history and the creation of this universe is enormous and it's fantastic mm-hmm. and you can go all the way down to like the Knights of the Old Republic or anything like yeah. that to yeah to, you can go to draw inspiration period yeah and and um, still be great there, but I do, I do want to say one last before we complete this I would also be interested in seeing continuation with Rey and this timeline in Clone Wars animated style I think maybe that would be yeah cool. I'm sure that they'll continue it Disney Somehow. style yeah. and. We won't get like the Clone Wars yeah. animated TV show like we had where it was TV 14 and mm-hmm. it was kind of, you know, edgy. Uh, but we'll probably, you probably won't see the last of, of who we Ray see. Ray and, and Foe and Pin. Yeah. 
No, uh, Poe and Ray Finn. and Poe and Finn. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that was uh, close. <laughs> we'll get we'll get uh, a taste of other stuff with the Mandalorian TV mm-hmm. show coming out, and hopefully, this new offshoot that they're planning on making is amazing. I'm excited. I'm excited too. I just want a movie that's not focused on the conflict between the Rebel Alliance and the Empire, yeah. and just focuses because on Jedi. We've seen that. I just want to see a 100% movie of Jedi. Yeah, Kotor. Yes. All, all those animated like little shorts that they had about all, like the Old Republic and Knights of the Old Republic video games need to be in yeah. a movie. Like, like I don't give a shit about Space War. Happen. Even though the movie and the franchise is called Star Wars, <laughs> we care about the priests with the swords. Make movies on them. Make movies just about them. the priests. All right. Let's talk about the trailers we saw before this movie. Okay. So, well, I what did you see? I saw Angry Birds 2. Uh-huh. Did we talk about that? We, we talked about you this. got mad, yeah. You did. Yeah. Um, I saw. I finally saw Abominable. Yeah. So DreamWorks is DreamWorks is version of the of this of this thing. Uh, he he's basically like a giant puppy. Yeah. And this little Asian girl finds him on her roof and wants to get him back to the Himalayas, like yep. every other movie. Yep. Uh, but he's also got magic, <laughs> and he can make things grow. Yeah. Somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, okay, we're gonna see how that goes. Uh, uh, I saw Detective Pikachu again, yep. and I laughed again. So good. Um, breakthrough. Which I'm like over. Uh, it's about the, the little kid who like grows through the ice and like, oh, goes yeah. into a coma. Yeah. Oh man, like, the Jesus uh, movie. The Jesus movie. Yeah. I can't. It's terrible. Yep. Um, <laughs> Dora, City of Gold, we saw. Yeah, and talked about. And it. then the Adams family. Yeah. What do you think? Um, they're making them more supernatural. It's very much more. I mean, it's animated, and yeah. it's very much. They're more, no longer just a kooky family. Yeah, they're no, like, they're like legit, like Morticia like, control spiders. Yeah, and they come out of her fucking dress. Like, yeah, what? Yeah, and she just like uh, floats across them. Maybe her legs cool, are made of spiders. But I don't like know. at the same time, weird. Uh, they, Mordecai, the the Mac, what was it? A live tree. Like yeah, that was okay. No, it was Ichabod. 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 Oh, what I say? Mordecai. Mordecai. Yeah, uh-huh. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, animating it definitely gives them more freedom to do this stuff. Oh, absolutely, stuff, yeah. And it doesn't and look I, as weird. I did like the joke when uh, Wednesday comes in with the red balloon. And, and uh, Morticia like, was usually like, there's a usually killer a killer cloud attached to one of these. Yeah. I was like, huh? Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. Um, I don't like Charlize Theron as Morticia, Morticia though. I, I want, like, the Morticia from the movies to do the <laughs> voice. Just because, like, that's what I grew up with. I just hear her. And I feel like in this version, she's, I don't know, she's, it sounds weird to me. Well, I, I didn't see anything wrong with the voice I thought, acting. I, the only thing I, th- I found weird was Uncle Fester's uh, voice. You should write that shit. Yeah, it's, it's Nick Kroll. <laughs> and he's hilarious, but I was not expecting that lish yeah, thing he's it's doing. Weird. I'm not a big fan of Nick Whatever. Kroll. Uh, no? Really? No. He, he annoys me. Oh. But uh, Add him to the list. Yeah, pretty much. Right uh, next to, uh, who else did you hate recently? That was uh, <laughs> oh, don't you hate Zach Galifianakis? Uh, no, um, I don't hate him. I just don't. Like <laughs> I just him. don't like him. <laughs> cool. Uh, actually, it was funny too because when I first saw the trailer for this movie and I heard the voice, I thought it was Patton Oswalt, <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Same thing. And Mordecai, then I saw, Ichabod, same thing. <laughs> Patton Oswalt. That's literally yeah. the, the same thing. 
Pat Oswalt and uh, Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. They're all the same person. Yeah. Uh, but his voice in this movie didn't annoy me. I thought, it, right. I thought it was fine. Cool. Uh, what I, else? I loved uh, Hugh Jackman in this movie, too. Yeah. Are we talking about did, the movie already? Did, uh, we're talking about, uh, what's it called? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm out of... Oh, we had a trailer, right? I'm out of trailers. Yeah, I am, okay. too. Like, that's yeah. all I have. So, uh, so yeah. Um, uh, the Missing Link. Let's talk about Missing Link. Full spoilers ahead. Uh, okay, yeah? Uh? Okay. Okay, yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, so yeah, I I enjoyed Hugh Jackman. I enjoyed Zach Galifianakis. I really enjoyed his even from the be- like the very beginning of the movie. I thought Hugh Jackman's voice acting with this character. Hugh Jackman's just great, great at everything. He, he was really good. He can sing. He can I, dance. He can voice <laughs> act. He can be he did, Wolverine. Think, yeah. He can do it all. He did a really good job. And uh, I he was a gym teacher. When? And now he's an act. Like, <laughs> he's like Hugh Jackman. That's how now. he started, really? Well, I mean, he was at one point. There was this really cool interview moment he had with someone that he used to teach, interviewing him like on the red carpet. What? Like he was just like, "Hey, Hugh, uh, who are you wearing?" Or some yeah. other question. And he was just like, "I got a more important question." This is a really bad Australian accent, <laughs> so I'll stop. And he was just like, uh, "How how have you been doing since uh, since uh, our class? Yeah. You know, you've been staying in shape and stuff." And he's just like, "I didn't think you'd remember." He's just like, "Of course I remember all my students." And it was just oh like, my weird. god, that's amazing! Yeah. I wish Hugh Jackman was my teacher. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's amazing. Imagine that. Uh. It's just funny because people say like those who can't do teach. Teach those gym. Can't teach, teach gym. And now he's an actor. And those who can't he's teach gym. He's a multi-billion dollar Hugh actor. Jackman. <laughs> Seriously. Hugh Jackman. That's insane. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Uh, so his his character in the movie is Sir Lionel Frost, and he, he's an adventurer. All yeah. he wants to do is join this gentleman's club of adventurers. To, sh- to just, and just be, be all up in the glory. Yeah, and just like, you know, have his name go down in all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but, uh... Not all things are cracked up to be what, what he wants want it to be. It to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, he. The, I like the first scene is him going after going Nessie. after Nessie. Yeah. yeah, and he actually. And did you? What did you think about like the character creation and and the the models of all the people in this movie? I mean, it was it was uh, like a very you know, like it's very like a, and I just I was uh, enjoying how many like creatures and animals yeah. we got. Like I I love the horse. I love the <laughs> elephant. Yeah. They were like, they had human eyes, but they were skinnier yeah. and smaller than they cool. were actual, what they actually look yeah. like. They and were, they definitely had, I don't know who, obviously who like made the character creation or whatever in this movie, but uh, I feel like they very, I have like, even like it studio itself has a very specific kind of style. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And especially coming from all the way from Coraline, I've really kind of come to expect it, but also respect it. Mm-hmm. Cuz like every person I feel that was made in this movie or every character anyway had something very specific to them. It yeah. was like nothing was like redone. Like even even like the uh Hugh Jackman's character and uh Zoe Saldana's character, like you knew they were humans obviously, but they had such a distinct characteristic about themselves you, yeah. you couldn't mistake them for anybody else right and that right. happened everywhere i thought that was really yeah. cool yeah you have um frost's uh very sharp very, goatee very, and, his, and, and his very pointy and like nose. these weird like lines on his face yeah the villain of the movie had those bear claw marks on the top of his <laughs> yeah, head yeah that was cool um yeah and yeah, it was just beautifully animated obviously yes. you can yeah, only expect I mean, yeah, that like a like does this amazing job with uh, stop motion animation and CGI like mm-hmm. it's like a two two and a half to th- like 3d style that they use yeah and one of the I think one of the best things about this movie 
is that even at the very end during the credits they show you one of the scenes right. that they animated and you the see everyone scene, yeah. behind them is like moving scenes and stuff while the camera is moving but it's going so it looks like it's in the movie but everything else behind them is sped up yeah so like everyone's moving and putting just so stuff you know together. how hard it, t- yeah. it is and to, like to, make to do that thing. one scene it probably yeah. took them like days for months maybe <laughs> it was ridiculous yeah so i very much respect that how much they put into it for sure and i and i i want I want every animated movie's credits to start with the animators. I, yeah, I know that the, it, it really should. It went through the 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 voice actors cast first, as, as like as like to, the regular credits, as opposed like to even, even like the, the, the animated uh, one. Yeah. And the regular credits they and had the cast the, at the end. Yeah, but I feel like that just should be the standard yeah. for all yeah. anime. I don't care if it's this kind of animation or Pixar yeah. or any anything. It should always be animators first. Just so we get to see and get to recognize the people behind it yeah. and be like, oh, Bill did this one again. Bill, remember from the other <laughs> anime movie? He, he's all yeah, over the place. He's that, doing well. All that good stuff yeah. that they did. Yeah, so amazing. they become celebrities also. Yeah. But also, yeah, so they get the recognition Absolutely. they deserve. Um, as for the story, very simple. Not, as compl- not nearly as complicated as Kubo, I no. thought. And uh, I kind of think that that worked yeah. in this one. Yeah, because we got... We got very quickly thrown into what was happening. Like mm-hmm. even even the first time he meets Mr. Link or Susan, as he as he <laughs> becomes to be known, uh, he's he's very simple. He's just like I want to. I I'm lonely, and like you can see that you know Lionel kind of like feels that because he's lonely too. He doesn't yeah. have anyone else to be around. But he doesn't know it until it's pointed out to yeah. him later. But on. Uh, so he's just like I want to go to my family in the Himalayas. I want to go you know find the Yetis. Yeah. Uh, and so Hugh Jackman's just like, yes, sure, like I will do that for you, and then I'll go down in you know history, not just discovering one uh, thing that nobody thought existed, but now two things, mm-hmm. uh, Shangri La. So, yeah. yeah. So that's that's the whole point of the movie, and it's like from the very beginning, that's exactly what happens. It's it's very uh, it's very like it's 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 very straightforward, and it's redeemed in its animation. I just you know have been spoiled by Disney Pixar movies and such where the story is so gripping that it's that plus the animation and you're just like whoa Um, but this one was very get to point from point A to point B the villain is like almost consistently (laughs) hitting beats like I'm right behind you and then they'll be in a different setting and then they'll have a conflict they'll be in a different setting they'll have another conflict Um, so there wasn't much complication with with no, with the story it wasn't but, very complicated very yeah. straightforward except i think until they got to the end when they actually like met their goal yeah and then it was kind of like the, the the carpet was like ripped out from under them yeah and uh i thought that was a really good you know that was like the crux of the movie that was the main con- conflict that happened and then everything after that was more like lesson learned mm-hmm. kind of thing uh and i was okay with that yeah uh yeah. it was it wasn't you know over it wasn't heavy it wasn't overhanded uh it was a little like kind of like feely uh but i thought it was a good lesson at the yeah. end and i thought it it ended well what this movie did and i didn't that i didn't expect because uh, kubo is so fresh in my mind that it was a, a great story and it had uh, all these feelings attached to it and made you feel this movie almost made me excited for a sequel yeah I was like, I now like I'm interested. Like this was great, but I want to see the adventures of um, 
of Lionel, Lionel Frost Susan. and Susan <laughs> going and finding other mythical creatures yeah. and stuff. Like all of this movie was sort of just like a meat cute of them. Mm-hmm. And now I'm ready for the main course, which is And would even be the, Zoe Saldana's character, Zoe Fortnite. Yeah, she's uh, off to, on her own adventure yeah. now at the end of the movie. That's what she said. Yeah. And I thought that was cool too, because I was just like, oh, now we're going to have like a female adventure yeah. movie. Or yeah. we'll have like, you know, maybe they'll meet up later to team up to find it as one creature or right, something like that, or right. fight against this creature or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, like you said, that I was, even as the credits were rolling, I was like, are they going to tease a sequel? Like yeah. at the very end, is there going to be a post-credit scene where they're just like, you know, on a boat looking for Nessie again? And yeah. he's going to be like, all right, round two. Yeah. Or something like that. Um, yeah, I could totally see that. And I was kind of expecting a, a cliffhanger of sorts, but I understand with movies like this, you can't really do that no. because it takes five, you're six promising. Years. <laughs> you're <laughs> yeah. promising, like, all right, we'll do this again. I guess see you in 2023. Yeah, or seriously, uh, it's it's kind of a burden. Yeah. You can't just I mean, turn them out like every yeah. superhero movie. Yeah, these days. or you know every other animated movie that Disney can do. Because right. Leica is, if you don't know, I've looked it up. Leica <laughs> is a is a pretty small studio comparatively. They only do they only work on one movie at a time, yeah. And everything is basically in house. So they have their own puppet maker. They have their own stop uh, stop motion animator. They have their own uh, like background animator, background designer, all that kind of stuff. So all of the movies are very cohesive because they look the same because the same people are working on them. Um, but the only thing that changes is how the ideas flow and the storyboard and like eventually how the movie comes out. Yeah. Um, so I, I think like they have a very good baseline of how like this um, the style and the story should go. Uh, just like you know Disney has their own formula for how mm-hmm. movies should go, they have their own as well. Get but, your heart, rip it out, put it back. Yeah, pretty much. Every um, movie. Disney is just like you know I'm gonna make you cry yeah. here, here, and here, and can, I'll make you laugh throughout so you don't know you're uh, so sad, exactly. and then boom, you're happy again. Um, See what we did but there? but Leica, I think, has this kind of more of a free form kind of flow yeah uh, very much like if you if you know about Miyazaki or Studio Ghibli films they don't write the film before the storyboards they they have an idea and they start it and then they start animating it and however the story progresses as they start animating it is how it goes really yeah they don't go from beginning to end and then and then draw it they draw it at the beginning and then take a next step and say okay what would happen here Oh, and they open it up. So Leica cool. has a similar style. It's you know they they have main points that they want to hit, and then they say in between how are we going to do that. Um, cool. Which I really enjoy. I think it's cool. Yeah. And I think it opens it up to different ideas on how not only are people thinking about how the story should go, but if it doesn't work, you change it on the fly. Uh-huh. So it, I think it works and it flows well. And I think this movie had really good flow. Uh, there was a lot of the, you know, place the map down and then, like, draw from here to here. This is how we're traveling, which I thought was, I think, kind of a little bit much. Mm-hmm. But what else are we going to do? We're not going to watch them travel through yeah. <laughs> every place because yeah. that would just take too long. Yeah. Uh, well, but yeah. they but they hit, like, major points. And I, I really enjoyed even the, like, that elephant scene when you the camera moves and you see the Himalayas in the background. Like, it was gorgeous. Yeah. It was beautifully created and made. Even when they get to that little town at the at the edge of the mountain, like when what's her name the 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 old lady at the top of the whatever, uh, she lives under literally like a boulder, a rock, but it's so perfectly perched and yeah. it like looked structurally sound. And even the view outside of her window was done beautifully. I thought it was just a gorgeous movie. They did such a good job. Yeah, the scenes that stick out to me are like the fight scene in the bar mm-hmm. where you just have people flailing all over the place. <laughs> I was just picturing like, 
good God, this took like, this had to have been oh, a year and a half. I know. <laughs> of, yeah. Literally just that one scene. Just that one scene. Uh, um, I, I like, and even and, and but them doing that, but also keeping it funny and light was also very impressive because yeah. they had the dog like trying to bark at Susan and he roared at him. And then the dog looked at the, his owner and then attacked him yeah. instead. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And this movie had like really good jokes like comedic timing comedic timing was really important in this movie and and done very well and it's and you know, and also acted partly very well. yeah partly because of Hugh Jackman and for uh, Zach Galifianakis because I remember this uh this specific part in the the bar where he the the bad guy monologues about how he's like a mad dog if mm-hmm. he thinks that he'll find Sasquatch before him and then he just like gestures and he turns around and he's just like woof <laughs> and I was just like knee slapper ha ha so clever but moments like that were peppered in throughout and I really enjoyed how they even had Zoe Saldana's character speak Spanish in certain parts and you could even tell like you know it was really funny because they couldn't make her curse yeah but she was just like spouting Spanish and if you understood it you understood it but if you didn't I'm sure it was still funny because it was like background chatter passion Uh, behind her words yeah it was great I thought it was really funny right I think they did a really good job yeah Um, yeah I thought it would get annoying the whole like Sasquatch being very literal yeah. about everything, but just the timing of every joke it was worked. so well. It like, just so worked. Well because I've seen this a million times. Yeah. Like you find somebody or, or you have a character, they don't know the world, mm-hmm. and then you teach them stuff that everyone knows, but they're just like, and then oh, you what? learn in huh? the process. But and... it was just like, even like moments I saw in the trailer, I laughed when I saw them on screen <laughs> yeah. because. In the context, yeah, because in context they were like it funny. Still made more sense. I knew was he was funny. gonna throw uh, what's his name at the wall yeah. when they were trying to get out of the the hole, but it, was it, it landed. You know, <laughs> I knew he was gonna throw the whole rope over the yeah. wall, but it was still funny. <laughs> and he was just like throw this whole thing. He's like, all right, <laughs> it just it worked. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of more things to say other than it was beautiful and funny. Because the um, let's story go over plot. Go over plot. Uh, Sasquatch wants to go to the Himalayas to reach his family, and, and he contacts. That's very much it. There you go. To do uh, it, and well, then no, they so, go across yeah, the world. They go. And they so get there. they they're in Washington State, and they have to go back to New York, and then they take the butt the boat the but the bus the water bus the water to, bus the boat all the way back to England. And then they go to India by a train, and then they yeah, they go there. through everything. Yeah, they go through a lot of stuff. Like I said, yeah. there's a lot of lit- fast travel. Literally, like he will put down the map against the screen and like more chart their course, and that happens like six times in the yeah. movie, um, which is understandable. But yeah, exactly. They're really going across the entire world, so yeah. like, why wouldn't they? Um, but one of the so at the very end you know he's he's the entire movie has been him trying to get to his cousins his family out in the himalayas and then finally they get to shangri-la this place that you know fabled place where all these yetis are supposed to live and there i mean there's a whole bunch of them that are just like in armor and Mm -hmm. have spears and then there's the main elder her name is emma or her not her name is the elder but she's uh voiced by emma thompson and she's a racist yeah, she calls him a the redneck. redneck. Yeah, and she says that she he is not worthy to live in their splendor, and that I think obviously is like the main conflict. You know, once he mm. finds out that the place where he wants to go will not take him, I will, I felt so bad for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I, I, they had it, a very weird 
moral compass because they were like, we're not going to kill you, but we're going to leave you in this pit to Forever live the to rest die. of your life yeah. and you're going to die. And starve here, to I guess. death. Yeah. Uh, for yeah. preservation. It was, it was for, for, for preservation because yeah. there was one part of the world that has never been touched by right. anyone, by human or, or whatever. Yeah. So they were just like, we're going to keep it that way. And so you can't even get out to tell other people that we're here because then that would destroy everything. Yeah. So, but they do. Yeah. But they still destroy the bridge. So I'm, I'm assuming that place is still... Like, very safe. They yeah. shouldn't even have had a bridge. <laughs> Seriously, if, if yeah. They were if they were really worried about it, about you know it. what? Fuck yeah. yourself. Um, <laughs> Fuck but yeah, she was really mean. I mean, like, yeah. She was a well, mean lady. She's going to um, die alone now. But she was beautiful. She had <laughs> yeah. lots of, lots she should of get her long hair. Though. Yeah. <laughs> I love that at the end. Yeah. He, he, he blew just the raspberry. Long raspberry. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, get a haircut. <laughs> and he just kept going back. He's like, you know what? And he's like, all right, let's go. It's, it's over. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. It was good. Yeah. It, was, it was a cute, very succinct, like fun little movie that taught a good lesson at the end. Um, not too many twists and turns. I mean, he, what's his name? Very, very straightforward. Lionel Frost learned a little bit. He became more open to learning about himself and being more of like a man for himself instead of trying to get into this. Now I couldn't help but draw the parallel between something that's lovely to look at, but not much going on in terms of story. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't help but think of how to train your dragon three. What do you think about that comparison? Because how to train your dragon three was longer. It wasn't animated in the same style. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't as, artistically satisfying if yeah. you will but i felt it was on the same wavelength of not a lot going on everything is going to happen the way you, you know it to. it's going to happen so just watch it and yeah. boom and enjoy the ride over. yeah uh i would i would say that although I, I i do see there are some parallels i wouldn't compare them i don't i don't think uh or i mean not completely there are obviously mm-hmm. things that they have in common, like the things you listed. But uh, I thought, one, just this movie being a little bit shorter, I think helped it. It didn't need For to sure. drag on yeah. as much as China Train Dragon 3. Um, and I think a big part of it was the voice acting. Mm-hmm. It fit. The characters there was no fit. Bard, there was no bard, and that's one of the. And obviously, that's that, a great point. That was one of our biggest about, issues. Yeah. Was that the voice actor took us out of the movie, or, may, or even if not, just made that experience just a little bit more cringy. Yeah. And in this movie, it was completely opposite. I was drawn in more because of the good voice acting. Yeah. Um, and as for the animation, yes, I think that the animation in Hunter Training Dragon 3 was very good, but we saw it between the next last two movies. Yes, this one was a lot better because they just were able to, you know, create more of the same, but just build higher more, definition. Yeah, and build you know? more in that universe and, so you yeah. saw different kinds of dragons but and in, all that. But in uh, Missing Link, this was, although it is a continuation kind of of the art style of other movies, it's still getting better and better that I think it could also be in its own category like mm-hmm. it, this like if you compare like side to side Coraline and this one obviously you know they're made by the same studio but because they're in separate universes or maybe not but it because they're in separate time pl- places periods or, or places on earth you know where one movie is versus another mm-hmm. um and i and comparing that to the how to train your dragon trilogy i think although the art style is the same and just the, like the definition of the art got better 
it was still kind of like meh. It was a little yeah. flat. Right. This one just pushed it a little bit more. Like you said, like each character had a very defining moment, like the the nose and the chin and Zoe Saldana's character's like hair and her lips and like the scratches on her head. Like there was very cool certain aspects to every character. Whereas How to Train Your Dragon Three was just like, yeah, those yeah. those are the Vikings. Yeah, like meh. You right, can't argue with that. Uh, didn't go over stats at the beginning. I should do that more. But here they are. Rotten Tomatoes has it as at an eighty eight percent. IMDb nice. has it seven out of ten. Oh, and right. I couldn't find a Metacritic one for this, but Common Sense Media gave it three out of five. Common Sense Media. David, how many right, thanks? How many yak poop cookies do you give this out of ten? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, he ate those. <laughs> he did. And he enjoyed thought, them. He, yeah, he, he thought they were good. Uh I'm gonna I'm totally gonna give this uh let's do uh an eight. Alright. Yak poop cookies out of ten. Um I didn't not enjoy it. I uh, I thought it was it was a good ride. It was fun, even though it might have been a little um, expected, I guess. Like, it was very kind of straightforward, like we talked about. Uh, it was still fun. It was it mm-hmm. was enjoyable. It never took me out of the movie. It was cute. Mm-hmm. And uh, overall, I liked it. Eight out of ten. Solid. Cool. Yeah. Cool. How many, how many chickens out of ten? <sighs> Don't talk about the chicken. What chicken? What chicken? What chicken? You gotta see the movie. You know what we're talking about. (laughs) So many jokes. I'm gonna give this seven chickens out of ten. Seven chickens out of ten. I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was very well acted. The story was not the craziest ride. No, but I feel like the story wasn't like the the main part of the movie. (laughs) Yeah, but it was a very pleasant experience, and I I enjoyed myself. There was there was just a. just like a very warm feeling yeah, throughout. Throughout, you yeah. know, there wasn't ever any sort of. I guess that's the trade-off, right? With with movies that are more straightforward, but but full of heart. Yeah. That they're like, you don't need a compelling villain. You don't need uh, a crazy backstory or a crazy uh, drama-filled uh, angst within any character. Yeah. It's just like I want to go see this. Uh, <laughs> I want to go to my family. He's like, all right, I'll take you. Oh, adventure. Yeah, and it's exactly. over. Here we are. Would you would you just go in to go in and see this in the movies? If if you like like uh, if you're a fan of Leica, definitely. Yeah. If you're looking for a I don't know, a movie to watch, there's probably there are probably other things. We were torn between this and Hellboy. Yeah. And well, what about we like with we, kids? I kind of feel like this would be a fun movie to bring with like your kids too. I kind of think that would um, be enjoyable, no? The kid in Myro asked where's the monkey 5 minutes in. <laughs> so that kid obviously didn't know what he was watching oh but no <laughs> also that just goes to show how attention spans are getting smaller and smaller yeah. so the kid doesn't even know that he's not a monkey he's a sasquatch yeah idiot idiot kid <laughs> and he was just like i'm over this british stuff where's the monkey give me the monkey um i mean it, i don't know like a like a movies aren't they're not a hundred percent for kids i think i don't know if you disagree with that but they're not the usual i I kind of agree there's there's definitely things that they hit and uh like topics that they go over that i think would be a little bit much for children especially in kubo like that was a little bit darker of a kid's Mm -hmm. movie uh so like maybe but in the beginning you at least had kubo playing the the guitar and like the origami yeah which was great and but and even in paranorman i kind of feel like it was obviously like geared towards 
children, you know, like a younger audience. But uh, it it deals with some pretty heavy stuff, yeah. like halfway through, like death, like death and and rape and and you know and like killing and stuff. So yeah, yeah it can it can it we I feel like it, it tries to play this fine line between kids and then like teenager. I guess, All right, if young your adult. kid if your kid's mature, yeah, and reads books and stuff, <laughs> take them. Knows the difference between monkeys and sasquatches. Sas- Sasquatch high. Sasquatch high. Excuse me, <laughs> professor. <laughs> Professor of Sasquatch <laughs> Studies, David. Uh, yeah, then take your kid to yeah. go see this. Yeah, if they're interested in seeing the movie, if your I kid would gets say, bored easily, it. don't do it to everyone else yeah. in the theater. Yeah. Leave or, or wait or for it to come on to Netflix a really or whatever. weird time, like two yeah. o'clock in the afternoon or something. Yeah, where, where no you don't one bother other people. Keep your <laughs> dumb kids at home. <laughs> But only if they're dumb. Uh, if it's a deep kid, a kid with deep thoughts, writing also, poems and shit, if you, take uh, them to this movie. If you if you belong to the AMC A-listers, because then you can get three tickets yep. for nothing. Yeah, yeah. Join that club. We're sponsored by AMC now. <laughs> We're not. Sorry, Regal. But no, We're AMC, leaving you behind. bring us some money. <laughs> Still sponsored by Skydance. <laughs> yes. Never losing that sponsorship. Oh, man. Ever, son. I totally forgot about that. That was like 10 episodes ago. Yeah. Well, Don't, Go find it. By the way, happy anniversary. Go I'm find sure it. that happened a long time ago. <gasps> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait. Just find out when Pacific Rim Uprising came out. Well, I'm going to... Yeah, let's look at that. Uh, oh, no! April 3rd, 2018. Oh, shit. That was nine days ago. Happy, happy anniversary, anniversary, sweetheart. Woo, you thought I forgot. Oh, my God. We I did got it. you this. It's a can of soda. It's not. And there's it's no empty. soda in it. <laughs> My spit. Uh, like yeah, actually, yeah. Dumbo was April second. So what a way to celebrate our. So Dumbo was wow. the one year. We had a shitty movie to start and a shitty movie a year later. The one year. Hopefully that trend doesn't Let's continue. Let's just keep going. I, I can't uh, wait. What do you think that. next year's That's shitty movie great. is going to be for our anniversary? Uh, it's probably going to be something we don't want to even talk about or yeah. care about. I think it's going to be Pacific Rim Uprising and then Dumbo. Yeah, I mean it's either gonna be Pacific Rim three, <laughs> or, another, or another crappy or Disney two. movie. <laughs> Dumbo two. <laughs> what Dumbo would, two the what would what would be a like another really terrible uh, Disney remake, a movie that no one would care about or want to go see, and they and Disney remakes it for no reason. Hmm. The Sword and Stone, Rescuers, Rescuers Down Under, Aristocats. Uh, what else? Lady and the Tramp. Aristocats. They could fuck up like. Real like bad. cats versus dogs bad Real you know bad. like oh, like garfield oh bad God, no. any movie with a cat or cats <laughs> just talking and stuff terrible they don't they don't do well they don't so i'm gonna call it yeah it's Arista gonna be cats. something aristocats the cgi remake All right. disney you want to wait to or release wait. it the yeah. weekend before april, april. 3rd First yes. week of April. All right. We'll 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 come back with our Aristocats <laughs> review. Count on it. Everybody wants to be a cat. That's all I remember from that movie. <laughs> That's uh, not even how the song goes. <laughs> free song. Uh, Me. I am. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's coming out next week? Uh, so next week, uh, we got... I feel like we had something good coming. Um Ah, yes, The Curse of La Llorona. Ah, yes, we will be watching that. Yes, we will be. And uh, hopefully it's spookier than Pet Cemetery, or at least more logical. Uh, it won't be. Um, <laughs> uh, and we'll be doing that entire podcast in Spanish, so be ready for that. I have to brush up on my Spanish. Yeah, you better. You got one write, week. I have to write my entire script on Google Translate <laughs> and, and see then, how well that does. Yeah, and then uh, just... So we got... We got 
our two next two weeks set. We got La Llorona, La Llorona and then we got Avengers. Holy and shit. And Can't fucking wait. Can't fucking wait. It's going to be so good. This microphone smells uh, weird. We mm-hmm. so we're gonna go see it opening night, obviously, because we always do. But Thursday. we're this, we're gonna go see this together at the yeah, same time. That damn right. And we cannot talk about it until we talk during this show, which means I think we should probably record it that night, like right afterwards. Yeah, like All we'll, right, we'll yeah. come back here and for record. sure. Yes, uh, I don't have work the next day. So. I don't know how I'm gonna be able to survive the train ride without talking about it. We have to tell everyone. But to here we go. Up. <laughs> We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, I hope you're excited for it because we are. I'm so I, I'm um, I'm already like ninety percent committed to crying. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not no, even sure what's gonna people happen. People are gonna die. I'm going to you cry need to, probably. Need to make one of these for the Avengers you're right. Endgame. You're right. I will. I'll Do think it. of it. Do it. Probably gonna be. It's gonna be one. We'll talk later. Yes. Anyway, all right. um, may all I'm, your links be missing. Yeah, what he said because <laughs> I can't say anything else that now. Uh, and uh, also, if you want to contact us, oh, e- right, yeah. email at us at relatively subjective at gmail dot com. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at relatively subjective. Please like, subscribe, and share us. And then also on Twitter at relsubpod. Please retweet and uh, excuse me. That's all. I'm just jiggling my watch. That's weird. I know, but it sounds weirder than it is. If you saw what I was doing, you'd be like, that's weird, but it's not weird, weird. It just sounds weird. Why is it making that noise? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I'll put this down. Um, uh, yeah, may all your links be missing. We'll see you next week, everyone. Bye. Bye. Brush up on your Spanish. Yeah.